good day and as always welcome to the uefa champions league podcast for today monday the 23rd of may 2022 wherever you're listening to this episode from whether you're in the usa on the african continent north america south america asia europe and Oceania. welcome to the most exciting informative and educative sports show on the calling platform on apple Podcasts, and on spotify with yours truly philip alimo and i've got love for sports and undoubtedly the greatest club competition on earth the uefa champions league we're building up to that big final later this weekend all the way in paris between liverpool and real madrid and a spot of our trailblazing story series will continue with part four and the concluding story of jogging club's journey to becoming the first manager in liverpool's history to win the top flight league title european cup efl cup and the fa cup wherever you are sit back relax and enjoy this episode so we've been looking at jogging clubs early life education and his time at mine so five as a player as a coach his time at dortmund and the early part of his years with liverpool and the point where he won the premier league title with liverpool for the first time in 30 years and the first premier league title for liverpool in the premier league era after winning the opening three games of the 2020-2021 season against leeds united chelsea and arsenal on the 4th of october 2020 jogging club side lost 7-2 away to aston villa it was the first time liverpool conceded seven goals in a league match since 1963 however following a controversial draw in the first messy side derby of the season in which star man or star defender Virgil van dyke was injured for the rest of the season they then bounced back with victories against sheffield united and west Ham, they went into the international break third in the league and top of their group in the champions league after a 5-0 win against atlanta on the 22nd of november that year club led liverpool to a club record 64th consecutive league match un- unbeaten record at anfield surpassing the previous record of 63 games under bob paisley between 1978 and 1981 with a 3-0 victory over leicester city on the 17th of december that year club was named the best fifa men's coach of the year for the second consecutive year having guided the club to their first league title triumph in 30 years on the 20th of december that year again club won the bbc sports coach of the year a poor run of form in the early part of 2021 which coincided with Liverpool being without their three senior central defenders 
who were out injured for the remainder of the season. So Liverpool as low as eighth in March of 2021. The club then rallied to go undefeated in their last 10 league games with eight wins and two draws, which saw Liverpool finish third in the league. This one of form saw club rely on a new defensive partnership of Nat Phillips and Williams, both of whom had no prior experience in the Premier League and included club's first win at Old Trafford, home of arch-rivals Manchester United, with Liverpool winning 4-2 in that particular league fixture the five league wins in may saw club named premier league manager of the month the ninth time he has received the award having started the 2021-2022 season with five wins and three draws from the first eight league fixtures on the 24th of october 2021 liverpool beat manchester united by five goals to nil at old trafford this was club's 200 victory in 331 games in charge of Liverpool, making him the fastest manager in the club's history to reach that milestone. On the 1st of December 2021, club Liverpool led 4-1 away to ensure that they beat Everton in the Premier League as the club became the first team in English top flight history to score at least two goals in 18 successive games in all competitions. On the 7th of December last year, club won 2-1 away against AC Milan at the San Siro and became the first English club to win all six Champions League group games in the competition's history. On the 16th of December 2021, club became the fastest manager in Liverpool's history to record 150 league wins with a 3-1 home win against Newcastle United in what was Liverpool's 2000 top flight win, the first club in English history to reach this landmark. On the 27th of February this year, 2022, he led Liverpool to their first domestic final since 2016, the 2022 EFL Cup final, where they defeated Thomas Tuchel's Chelsea by 11-10 on penalties after a goalless draw that went to extra time. It was a record-breaking ninth victory for Liverpool and the first time they had won it since 2020, following Shane's dismissal by Burnley on the 15th of April. Klopp became the longest seven manager in the Premier League. On the 28th of April this year, Klopp signed a new two-year contract extension extending his stay at Liverpool until 2026. In his announcement to the Liverpool supporters, he cited his wife as one of the main reasons for signing the contract. And on the 3rd of May this year, Klopp secured his fourth Champions League final as a manager and third as Liverpool manager by defeating Villarreal 5-2 on aggregate 2-0 at Anfield to play Real Madrid in the final at Paris. On the 14th of May, Liverpool won their first FA Cup since 2012, where they again defeated Chelsea, this time 6-5 on penalties after a goalless draw that went extra time. The FA Cup victory was the eighth in Liverpool's history and the club's first since 2006, and Klopp became the first German to win 
the FA Cup. What is Klopp's personal life like outside of football? Klopp has been married twice. He has previously, where he was previously wedded to Sabina, and he had a son called Mark, who was born in 1988, who has played for a number of German clubs, including Frankfurt under 19, KSV Klein Carbon, Borussia Dortmund 2, and Chris Liga side VFL Kamen Holsen in 1925. That is the name of the club. On, on the 5th of December 2005, club married social worker and children's writer Eula Sandrock. They met at a pub during October 1st celebration that same year in 2005. She has a son, Dennis, from a previous marriage. And on the 10th of February 2021, club confirmed that his mother, Elizabeth, had died. He was unable to attend their funeral in Germany due to COVID-19 travel restrictions. Klopp is a Lutheran who has referred to his faith in public, citing the importance of his beliefs in a media interview. He turned to religion more seriously after the death of his father, who was a Catholic from liver cancer in 1998. In terms of his media career, in 2005, Klopp was a regular expert commentator on German television network ZDF, analyzing the German national team. He worked as a match analyst during the 2006 World Cup, for which he received the, Dutch, the, the German award for best sports show in October 2006, as well as Euro 2008. Klopp's term came to an end after the latter competition and he was succeeded by Oliver Kahn. During the 2010 World Cup, Klopp worked with RTL alongside Gunther, for which Klopp again won the award for the same category. Klopp also appeared in documentary films, The Trainer, in 2013, and in another documentary in 2016. So that is it when it comes to the personal life of Jorgen Klopp. In terms of his managerial statistics and record he managed mines 05 from 27th february 2001 to the 30th of june 2008 in which he played 270 matches recorded 109 wins 78 draws and 83 losses all coming to a total of 40.4 percentage wins in his time at Borussia Dortmund. He was coach from the 1st of July 2008 to the 30th of June 2015. And in total, he played 317 games, recording 178 wins, 69 draws, 70 losses, with a 56.2 percentage win. In his time at Liverpool, he took over as coach of Liverpool from the 8th of October 2015 till date and he's played 380 games as coach of Liverpool recorded 234 victories 86 draws 60 losses with a percentage win of 61.6 percent his total managerial record 
To date, he's played 967 games, recorded 521 victories, 233 draws, 213 losses, with a total percentage of 53.9%. In terms of honors, with Mines 05, he led Mines to Bundesliga promotion in 2004. And Borussia Dortmund, he led Borussia Dortmund to win the Bundesliga title in 2011 and in 2012, and also the DFB Pokal Cup in 2012, and the DFL Super Cup in 2013 and 2014. With Liverpool, he led Liverpool to win the Premier League in 2020, the FA Cup this year, 2022, the EFL Cup this year, 2022, the Champions League title in 2019, the UEFA Super Cup in 2019, and the FIFA Club World Cup in 2019. In terms of individual achievements, he was the German Football Manager of the Year for 2011-2012 and also in 2019. And also, for the, for the Best Sports Show of the Year, he won the award in 2006 and in 2010. The Coach of the Year also in 2019 and the Best FIFA Men's Coach of the Year in 2019 and 2020. And he, he, he was also the IFFHS World's Best Club Coach in 2019. IFFHS World's Men's World Team in 2019 and the World Soccer Awards World Manager of the Year in 2019 and the Global Soccer Awards Best Coach of the Year in 2019 and the LMA Hall of Fame in 2019, the LMA Manager of the Year in 2020, the Premier League Manager of the Season in 2020 and the Premier League Manager of the Month in September 2016, December 2018, March 2019, August 2019, September 2019, November 2019, December 2019, January 2020, and May 2021. And he was the BBC Sports Personality of the Year Coach Award in 2020 and the British Embassy German British Friendship Award in 2021. So that is it in terms of jogging clubs, achievements, and honours. And um, we'll be playing a short clip reliving some of the 10 defining moments of Jogging Club's managerial reign with Liverpool so far. As the boss himself, he reflects on an incredible journey with Liverpool, including winning the Champions League uh, glory and ending the 30-year wait for a Premier League title. Let's enjoy this 10 defining moments of Jogging Club's journey with Liverpool. I cannot forget the moment when I got the call um, from my agent that Liverpool is uh, interested. And the feeling I had in that moment, because we were in, in, in Portugal, in Lisbon, with the family, both both boys with us, Ola and I sitting in a, in a um, outside coffee bar, and um, actually I didn't take a lot of phone calls in that time. It was like, yeah, come on, don't bother me. But then I saw him. It was like I had a feeling it could be something interesting. So Mark Rosicke, I take the phone. He tells me, and I, and I felt the excitement inside. And I still remember. Both boys were like, yes, 
And then we look at Ulla and she looks at all three of us. Oh, it looks like holiday is over. It was just a really nice moment. We're happy together when I got aware of the interest of Liverpool. Was was already pretty special, and then from that point on, it got better and better. First of all, I have to say, you know, the biggest honor I can imagine to be here. The intensity of football, how the people live football in Liverpool or around Liverpool, all Liverpool fans um, all over the world. So it's not a normal or usual club. It's a special club. Jose Mourinho, when he came to England for the first time, described himself as a special one. <laughs> how would you describe yourself? I'm a totally normal guy. I'm the normal one, maybe, if you want this. Yeah. When I left Dortmund, my, my last sentence maybe were, um, it's not so important what people think when you come in. It's much more important what people think when you leave. in the English stadium is different to the German stadium. Uh, in England, if the game is not good, you can pretty much hear a needle dropping that can happen doesn't happen too often to us because obviously our game of football is quite emotional but another another part of where we are different is obviously how you say thank you to uh, to, to to the crowd and after best one late equalizer i just wanted to say thank you for the atmosphere and stuff like this because we are not alone on this planet and we are for sure not, should not be alone in a football stadium. We should never feel alone there, not the supporters, not the team, otherwise it makes no sense. something if they celebrate a point against West Brom with all the money they spend which is always a very nice argument in, in discussions about football then um, something is wrong but we didn't celebrate result we said thank you for the atmosphere that people created yes it was obviously a misunderstanding <laughs> in the public perception but I couldn't care less to be honest Tonight, but um, how I said, we will come back. Actually, 
I don't think something would have been different, would be different today if we would have won both of these finals, to be 100% honest. We learned of it, but I think we would have learned of it as well if we would have won both finals. Here I am, still lost the majority of all the finals I was in. So it's, that's not too nice, but it's the truth. I didn't suffer too long after we lost some finals, but of course I suffered. But I took them just as information, as one information of a lot of other informations which we all used and um, then you carry on. But I was not a different person after the losing, after we lost finals because in this world, and I don't like that too much, but it's, a, it's just a fact, qualifying for a final is pretty much in all parts of life a massive achievement until you lose it. <laughs> and then it's like it never, all the rest never happened. I'm concerned about the next game we play. And it has nothing to do with any trophy won or any final we lost or anything. That's just, you try everything, you get something or nothing, that's how it is. And then you try again absolutely everything to make the next thing happen. I, I remind Sadio from time to time that he used to shoot really well with the left foot. <laughs> celebrated it a little bit too much. Natalia jumped on my back and uh, it looks like that the game is finished. You can't celebrate like this if, if it's really decided and if we wanted to ask it's obviously not. This game was a really good example of what we have to do and what we have to improve. should not come in situations like this too often, but we are good enough to find a solution. 2-0 would have been better one half time than 3-2. It's not about having a philosophy, it's about adapting to the quality of the opponent. It was a really good sign, an early sign, how good we can be, and it was as well a really good sign how concentrated we have to be to, to be at top side. That the higher you, you climb performance-wise, the more likely it gets that you have a pretty stressful finish of the season. And I think that was the year when Chelsea was really chasing us. We had to win each game pretty much to, to keep distance. The Gini Van Allen goal, right? Very, very important game. The funny part of that game was we won it. Ray qualified for Champions League and really after the game I realized that oh, it's only for qualification for the Champions League. Finally, a few weeks later after the Middlesbrough game, we, we qualified for the Champions League and that was uh, the start for really big stories. Football on the highest, highest intensity, on the highest level. Passion mixed up with technique is, um, is the best thing what football can deliver. Competitiveness massively, so it was just a joy to watch. Using um, all the things we learned over the years for a specific moment is just, is just nice. These two home games, let me say that, were absolutely exceptional. No two games, I really think we are deserved. In the next round, we scored five goals against Man City. We conceded one. That's absolutely that. These numbers are usually not possible, and um, the boys did it. So I'm 
happy. Rome showed you up uh, um, historically good in defending and then we fighting it up and the world was bright and, and, and all was great. And then we conceived these two goals, <laughs> these two late goals, we were like, oh my god, game on. Away game Rome, so we had to, to fight, we did, qualified for the final. Things were absolute signs for the new level we could reach. That's true. If we want to challenge for the Holy Grail, we have to be nearly perfect, and that means you have to end up in a, on a really high points tally. But you cannot become champion in England with uh, 80 something points, I, I can't see that anymore. I knew with the, the quality and the level City showed and the consistency they showed, I, it was clear, you have to be really close to be perfect. Look, when you look at that season, how many moments this season could have been different? We didn't score at City for 11 millimeters. The 97 points, it was not even the number, the number was 11 millimeters, so it was just an exceptional year. It's a good education, a good, a, a good thing to learn. That, and I said that always, giving you absolutely everything doesn't guarantee you get anything. It's just the only chance. It's just the only chance to get something. So that's, that's, how, it really, that's how it really is, and that's the perfect example for it. We gave our absolute everything. absolutely nothing for it, but it's not true, because a few weeks later we had uh, the big chance to, to get something really special. Actually not possible, but because of you, we have a chance, so let's give it a try. 
having some words for it is some is one thing. But the boys made of this game is so absolutely exceptional. With being 3-0 down, knowing what we have to do, knowing what usually happens when you are that open against Barcelona, when you have to be offensive against them, that was, that was absolutely exceptional. The game I could watch and would not be bored for one second. It's such an exceptional football game. Nobody who was there or, or saw it live will ever forget. That's what I enjoy 100%. I love watching everybody else carrying it, touching it, kissing it, whatever, do with what you want. I love that a lot. The world for that is absolutely overwhelming. It's all too much. Everything but experiencing this four or five hours on the track through the city is too much. And it was that intense, it was really absolutely great. You cannot, as a, as a normal human being, you cannot really deal with it. You have the chance to block it and think, okay, that's too much emotion, I don't want to be sucked in of it. And I try to be as open as possible and get as much of it as I can. I love the fact that it's not only for us, it's not only for the guys in the shirt, it's for everybody who wants to be involved. And these people, obviously, our supporters, want to be as close as possible, they want to support us as much as possible. And so it made it so special to have this moment together. It was absolutely overwhelming, incredible, um, unforgettable. So overwhelming what the people are doing when you have a direct eye contact and you see how much it means to them. That's, that's touching to be honest. I don't speak as a football manager, I'm just as a human being. 
think, oh my God, it's, it, it looks like it's really serious. Or a lot of people write before they start thinking, they, they bombard us with numbers we, which we as human beings cannot deal with. Who wants to read every day how many people die? So we have to learn to deal with these situations as well. And for this moment we stop the league here. Football is not important anymore. The only way to get football back as soon as possible, and if that's what the people want, the more disciplined we are now, the earlier we will get piece by piece by piece our life back. We played that game and it was really strange because I can cut off everything before a game. I'm sure my family is well. Apart from that, I don't need to know anything. I cannot be completely focused on the game. In this game, I struggled so much. I struggled so much, it was incredible. And then it came up, the nil and void discussions. And it's from a maybe selfish point of view, I don't know. But I think from a sportsman's point of view as well, I thought, how can you think about that? After 70 something percent of the season I played, how can anybody think it would be the right decision to take away all what we did before. That was hard for a moment, but was clear after a few weeks that will not happen. We have to be very cautious and very serious again about all the things happening out there. Make sure that we all are all as well as possible. absolutely everything to our fans and absolutely everything to us here as well. It's just from my point of view and I know a lot of people see it differently, one of the biggest achievements in sports in the last in the last few years, if you see the circumstances, if you see the, the challenges, if you see the opponents, if you see the pressure which was on the boys when I arrived here um, and all these kind of things, it's one of the biggest achievements. of this fantastic club. It was all different, it was all not like it usually is, but that makes it even more special because we hopefully will never compare this title to any other title, not from a points tally point of view, just from a how was it with, without supporters, because it will hopefully never happen again that anybody has to celebrate anything without supporters. So it makes it so special, it will be really easy for us to remember in the future when we think back. Without crowd, it's not the same. But you know, we are, we do it for you, we know it. And we will have a time and we do it together. Congratulations to all of us. We are champions of England, Europe and the world. Unbelievable, because of you, by the way. The boys and I, we decided we want to mix up things 
in the future when we look back and you know that can we win this day was it in 21 or 22 oh, I, I don't know no that was 23 and stuff like this so that's actually the plan and so there's some work to do and yeah if you all stay healthy if we all stay committed if we all keep believing if we all keep dreaming then i think we have a chance and it's okay because we never had more than a chance and it worked out somehow that is 10 defining emotional and memorable moments of jogging club with liverpool as always it's been a pleasure coming your way with today's episode of the uefa champions league podcast don't forget to download calling tell a friend to tell a friend and also subscribe to the uefa champions league podcast on calling on apple podcast and on spotify until our next episode keep well stay blessed and have a fruitful working week mm-hmm.